0: And coming to you live on tape on this December 12th, 2021 game day morning for week 14 of the NFL season. We're about an hour out from kickoff right now. So we are looking forward to a solid Sunday of football as per usual. Although, hey, look, we don't get to dictate the games, right? The scheduling is done a long time before we get here on the microphone, and so we have to deal with what we got. So we're hoping for a good week of football. The games, eh, you know, not so much. We had a good week a couple weeks ago, and we've been peppered with some bad games. Although, we start off on the Thursday night football game. That game could have been junk, should have been junk at halftime. 29-0 in favor of the Vikings. And then the Steelers somehow gutted out and uh, put together a second half of football That was pretty memorable. Came down all the way to the final play where it was an incomplete pass in the end zone for the loss. The Steelers would have had to get the two-point conversion anyway. But point being is that that was a shitty game turned into something rather enjoyable and gave everybody something to do on Steelers. Thursday night, whether or not you were just watching at home, on your couch, at a bar, with a beer in your hand, whatever it might be, it was at least a solid, what turned out to be a solid, start to the week. Did not look like that in the beginning, because in the beginning of the game, it looked like it was a toilet bowl. But, and fantasy owners, Dalvin for Dalvin Cook, are ecstatic, because that guy went the fuck off, took off monster game, depending on your scoring system, but looking at north of 30 plus points for Mr. Cook. So it was a good night for Cook owners as well. So let's fast forward. Well, yeah, fast forward now from Thursday to today and get kicking off with the games today. We've got our typical 1 o'clock, 4 o'clocks, and then we got the Sunday night, Monday night games. And we've got a couple of very good games, uh, Pepper throughout, and then a whole bunch of junk. So we will start with the 1 o'clock games. And we will head out to Cleveland where we are going to see an AFC North battle between the Browns versus the Ravens. Right now, the Ravens sitting atop the division at 8-4. The Browns fighting for a wild card at 6-6. Six six. This game right now is in favor of the Browns by a spread of three points, and the over-under is 43 and a half. The Sharps are coming in on the Ravens while the tickets and the money are in on the Browns. We see Pros versus Joe action in this one. Currently tickets are in on the Browns at 53%. The money is in on the Browns at 59%. However, the ticket number has ticked up a little bit and the money number has gone down quite a bit from earlier in the week. Uh, earlier in the week, the Ravens actually had the ticket majority at 52%. That has now swung over to the Browns, so you've seen a small slide toward Cleveland, but the money has gone the other way completely because the Browns had 80 percent of the money pool earlier in the week. That is all the way down to 59. So you're seeing pros head over toward Baltimore for this game at one. The injury report. As of right now, it looks like the Ravens are going to be out. Their offensive lineman, Patrick McCarry, he is out with a hand injury. As for the Browns, they have a couple of questionables of note. Ronnie, Han- uh, Ronnie Harrison, spit it out, Rich. The safety has an ankle injury. Malik Jackson, the defensive tackle is also battling an injury. His is a knee, and Jordan Elliott also has a knee injury. So their defensive line will be have, will have two tackles questionable going into this game. So, for this game, actually, this is one of my locks as I ended up using the Ravens as my survivor pick. And I also locked in them at three points. My brother also took the Ravens in this one. So, right now, heavy on the Ravens. It is a lock of mine, both in terms of my best bets and my survivor for the week. The... Next game up is going to be another AFC battle. This one is going to be the AFC West as the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Las Vegas Raiders. Right now, the Chiefs are 9.5-point favorites. The over-under in this game is 48 points. This game will be one of my brother's unders for the week. He likes the under here of 48%. Back to the spread and the action revolving around that. The, the Sharps are coming in on the Chiefs. The tickets are completely split between the two teams, and the money is in on the Chiefs, along with the Sharps. So you got Sharps, Pros, Coming in on the Chiefs, money right now is at 67% in favor of Kansas City, and that number has ticked up slightly from earlier in the week. Not a lot, just a little bit. Uh, I ended up going with the Chiefs, and I... Made that one of my best bets. My brother, meanwhile, he went with the Raiders. Heading out to the injury report to see what the newest items are. I don't know if there's anything quite new, but definitely uh, of note. Darren Waller, he is going to be out with his knee back injury. Obviously, he is the probably one of the linchpin pieces of that offense. I guess. Oh, well, I mean, you know, you think about the wide receivers. He is it. So, I mean, I was going to say him and Car, but Carr's a quarterback, so that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But Darren Waller is out for the game. Also on the defensive side of the ball, Denzel Perriman, who has had a phenomenal statistical year for the Raiders, he is also out. Uh, he was listed as doubtful, and now they moved him to full-on out, so he will be out. So two key pieces for the Raiders not going to be in there. As for the Chiefs, their quarterback Chris Lemmon, lemons is out. He is battling an injury. So, uh, like I said, 9.5 points in favor of Kansas City and that one it will Big spread. Kansas City have not done well with any of the big spreads. But they dialed it up last week, not in terms of offense, but in terms of a team effort, and got the cover. So the question becomes now, are the Chiefs on the up and up? People are still really hardcore uh, dissecting that offense and what exactly is wrong with it. Um, But if uh, there is nothing wrong with it, you're going to get to see it against the Raiders. Actually, is there nothing wrong with it? You're going to get to see something against the Raiders? That doesn't even make sense. You dummy. So we will see if everybody breaking down the offense and saying it looks like shit is correct in this one as they'll have a chance to dial it up at home against the Raiders. Next up, you have an... N- NFC East battle. So we're staying in divisions here. You had the AFC North. You had the AFC West. Now we're going over the NFC and the NFC East battle of the Cowboys versus the Redskins, or formerly the Redskins, now the Washington Football Team. Eventually, I'll get it right. I usually do. I usually don't screw that one up. I usually don't say Redskins, but there I just did. So anyway, this is going to be see your first dog of the week. Arr, 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 arr as the Washington football team uh, are going to be underdogs here by five and a half points. And that spread actually has gone up. Earlier in the week when we did the podcast on Wednesday the or Thursday, the Cowboys were actually four-point favorites. And now that is went all the way up to five and a half points. The over-under here is 48 points. The Cowboys are a trifecta bet as the Sharps, tickets, and money are all in on the Cowboys. Only 53% of the tickets, so just a slight lean in that regard. However... 80% of the money pool is in on Dallas. And that number is up all the way from 54% on Thursday. So, as you can see, there is a rationale behind the big line movement as money has come piling in on Dallas in this one. Uh, My brother and I both took this game... And it was a best bet for both of us uh, for our top five picks for the week. You want to go to the injury notes? Something that just came across my phone was that Tony Pollard, who earlier was questionable with a foot injury, is now out. No good. Mm for Tony Pollard. He will not see the field this week. As for Washington, there are a bunch of people that are questionable of note. J.D. McKissick, the running back, he looks great when he's in there. Uh, He was battling concussion he missed last week. He is still battling the concussion, concussion, but it looks like he is going to play. Curtis Samuel is battling the groin injury. Obviously, he missed a lot of time earlier in the year and had just come back, and now he is dealing with the groin issue. Uh, Landon Collins missed a game last week with a foot injury. He's also questioned. We'll have to see if they get back for the game in Washington. Next game is going to be another Uh, divisional game. This one also in the NFC. This one in the South. Panthers hosting the Falcons. The Panthers are going to be two and a half point favorites in Charlotte. The over-under is 52 and a half points. The Sharps right now are on the dog. They are taking the Falcons in this one. The tickets are slightly on Atlanta at 51%, and the money is on the Panthers mightily at 73. Well, mightily 73 really mightily. Probably not. It's probably heavy. Mightily would be like, what, 85, 90? you got to you know, keep things relative here uh, if you're going to use these big descriptive words trying to make yourself sound good. Anyway, uh, mo- money heavy on the Panthers at 73%. As for that ticket number on the Falcons, that number actually has come down quite a bit. So the tickets have been moving over toward the Panthers where the money has planted themselves all week. The tickets earlier in the week on the Falcons were at 64%, and now they're down to barely over uh, over the majority at 50 So I ended up taking the Panthers in this. My brother took the Falcons, and that's really everything that we had. There was no over—none of us picked the over-under in any regard. Uh, If you want to check out the injury report for this shit show of a game, um, you got really nothing. The Panthers are going to be out. There are two guards, though. John Miller, Michael Jordan are both going to be out with injuries in this one, so a little bit of change on the offensive line. But it's been— that that way all week. So I, like we've said, injuries, the only time I, I have found this year that they've had a huge impact is when they've come intra-game or late and unexpected. But for the most part, when the teams have time to prepare and they insert, especially the linemen, I, you know, there's been a lot of linemen rotation throughout the league this year, and nothing that people have looked back the day after playing Monday morning quarterback and said, Oh, you know, they, they lost that, that tackle, that guard, and that, that really screwed them. Uh, you haven't really seen it that much, but the Falcons The Panthers, that is, are going to be missing both of their guards for the game today. The next battle will be an nfc AFC, So we finally get to see the two conferences go off against each other, although this is not a game of interest because it features the Jets. Home dog here in New York facing off against the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are going to be 5.5-point favorites here in East Rutherford. The over-under is 42.5 points. Uh, It was a trifecta game earlier because the Sharps, tickets, and money were all in on the Saints. The Sharps now have gone absent. They now have no lean either side. But the tickets and the money have dialed up on the Saints. Currently, tickets are at 68%. That is up from 50 earlier in the week. And the money is up at 80%. And that actually was on the Jets when we did the podcast on Thursday at 72%. So you've seen the Jets own 72%. That swing all the way to the Saints at 80 So that's a big 40-point move. And so... You, You know, I would imagine that the spread went up, but it has not. It was five and a half on Thursday. It's five and a half now. You're just seeing a lot of movement toward New Orleans, and rightfully so. What do the Jets have going for them at all anymore? I mean, it's just they they just recently put Elijah Moore, who's had a fantastic year, as a rookie at wideout for them, they threw him on the IR. So he is going to be done for the next three weeks. Huge injury to fantasy as well because, uh, I mean, I know I was an owner and I know other people had picked him up. Some people sat on him. Some people had picked him up when he started getting big. And it was a a breath of fresh air to actually see a, a rookie wideout that you pick up midway through and all of a sudden come through with big games and now he's going to be out for the next three weeks. And depending on how you do your playoff scheduling, that basically means he would have to come back in the Week 17. So if you have Elijah Moore for fantasy, what good is he going to be at this point? Because you're going to either have to sit on him on week 17, until Week 17 and play him in probably your championship game coming off of injury, which you never like to do, um, or you're just going to have not to f- just cut them and just say, hey, you know, you got me a couple of good weeks here, and that seems like it's going to be the conclusion of your season because it's going to be tough for anybody to play a rookie quarterback, a rookie wide receiver coming off of injury in their Super Bowl of Fantasy. But anyway, back to actual football. Elijah Moore is out. Uh, they also lost for the year. Um, uh, Corey Davis, uh, he went out. So was he IR or out? I think he was out for the year. But anyway, uh, yeah, so... Jameson Crowder goes up to the forefront, at least for fantasy, for the Jets' wide receiving core. But like I said, not a lot to talk about in this game. The Saints are getting back. Alvin Kamara. That's the big news of this game. So all fantasy owners, plus the Saints themselves, are super excited to get Kamara back in the fold here. Uh, they are going to be out, though. Their tackle, Ryan Ramchick. Uh he is going to be out once again with that knee injury. Uh, Kamara, though, who cares? As, soon as, as long as Kamara comes back, that's a good deal. And uh, Teron Armstead, also, he had no injury designation going in. He had battled injury a little bit, so he's going to be coming back. So anyway, like I said... The uh, Saints here are five-and-a-half-point favorites in New York. I took the Saints, and my brother took it as one of his best bets against the lowly Jets. Titans-Jaguars in an AFC battle. Uh, The Titans at home here, favored by nine. The Jaguars just battling all kinds of trouble because the Urban Meyer experiment continues to just burn up in flames. Is it burn up in flames? I'm not sure if it burns up in flames. But uh, let's definitely say that the Urban Meyer experiment has gone horrifically... Oh my god. This is like... Toilet bowl after car crash, followed by crowds of booze. The Urban Meyer experiment has gone horrifically wrong, and the Urban Meyer ship is sinking fast at sea, as all the stories have come out now that he is getting in fights with his players. Nobody respects the fucking guy. This goes all the way back to the beginning, and I guess the newest story is that he is lighting up his assistant coaches, asking them, what the fuck have you guys ever done in this goddamn league because your resumes suck? You tell me where you've won. Back it up with your resume. And who on God's green earth would want to work for this guy? Seriously. So now the Jaguars... Car, which is a fire right now, is going to go into Tennessee, face off against the Titans. Titans nine-point favorites over under in this one is 43.5. This is a, currently, the Sharps and the tickets are on the Titans. Tickets are on the Titans at 56%. The money, however, is even at 50% between the two teams. I can't figure that one out because I and my brother both took the Titans in this game. As for the injury report for this uh, toilet bowl uh, following, I mean, we just talked about two back-to-back toilet bowls, right? Falcons Pan. I mean, have we talked about it? When was the last I guess Cowboys-Washington, right, was good. We started off, all right. Ravens-Browns, decent game. Raiders-Chiefs, eh, I mean, it's an AFC West battle, right? The Raiders were good at some point. The Cowboys, Washington, and then you just have fucking shit pancakes here in Falcons, Panthers, Saints, Jets, and now Jaguars, Titans. But anyway, let's check out the IR report, just, well, IR, the injury report, IR report, who cares about everybody that's on the IR? They've probably been out for a while. But anyway, the Jaguars are okay. They look to be pretty healthy. As for the Titans, the Titans are going to be out. They're lined Backer David Long, he's been out for a couple of games now. So, uh, and obviously, if you want to talk about IR, uh, the big two Titans on IR are their two biggest offensive talents. And that being Derrick Henry and uh, not Julio Jones, uh, AJ Brown. Julio Jones coming back from injury, however. So the Titans have that going for them. So anyway, uh, Titans big favorites here at home uh, for this AFC shit show. So we will head out to Houston for the next game and the final. 1 o'clock game of this afternoon. The Seahawks are going to be facing off against the Texans. The Seahawks are going to be a road favorite here, favored heavily by 9.5 points. So you have two games here, the Titans over the Jaguars by 9, and the Seahawks over the Texans by 9.5. So Seahawks-Texans 9.5 in favor of Seattle over under 41 points. This is a trifecta game as the Sharps tickets and money all in on the Seahawks, and the tickets are heavy at 67, but the money is monstrous at 93% of the money pool is in on Seattle. As for the injury report in this, does it really matter? It is the Texans, after all, who have just thrown up a colossal, goose egg of a year but what are you going to do when you have as much change as that franchise has gone through including to start off the year with the whole Deshaun Watson disaster that never got better and like I said I didn't think he was going to play all year and here we are with a couple weeks left of the season he never played he never got traded no nothing anyway uh, as for injuries I currently, not people that we know, are non-injury related, which is Deshaun Watson's designation every single fucking week. <laughs> it's just a non-injury related out. Okay. But Brandon Cooks uh, is actually battling a back injury. So he was limited on Friday. Did not appear on the injury report previously. Never good to pop up late. But the newest news of note is for the Texans is David Johnson. He is now out with COVID. Uh, again, not a Colossal player for them, as you would imagine when they made the trade for him. But he has uh, played pretty much all year in various capacities. As for the Seahawks, Jamal Adams obviously... Mm. He is done for the year. That covered earlier. Uh, he had hit, the, had the shoulder injury, and now he is done. Travis Homer, he had uh, some fantasy points last week, or was it the week before? Whatever it is, he is out this week. So Seahawks, their backfield right now is the big question mark because I, they have Alex Collins, who is returning. Adrian Peterson played for them last week, but then he sat out. Oh, yeah, Peterson played last week. I think Homer was out last week. But anyway, they, they have no clue who's going. I think the lead— uh dog right now for the Seahawks running back seems to be Rashad Penny. So <laughs> Rashad Penny comes back. He played a little bit. They thought he was going to take the lead. Then he didn't. Then he was out. Now he's in, and it looks like he's going to be the lead. Who the hell knows? Again, Seattle, just like the Texans, just a lost year here for Seattle. And probably the final of the Russell Wilson Tenure as their uh, the man under center for the Seahawks. DK Metcalf also a question mark here because he ended up uh, missing practice with a foot injury. So and I think he also had an illness, is what I heard as well. But anyway, foot injury for sure, and I think I heard an illness, but. Uh, Regardless, Seahawks here, favored by 9.5. My brother and I both took the Seahawks. Doesn't matter. The Texans are just so bad. You can't really back them. So, Seahawks, 9.5. We both took them. And then the over under was 4.5. And And that brings up the four o'clock games. (laughs) And the first one, we will head to Denver, Mile High Stadium. Uh, well, was what, what it now? It's uh, something field at Mile High Stadium, right? Uh, come on, think, Rich. It is empower Field. That's right. Empowered Field at Mile High Stadium, where the Broncos will be an 11.5-point favorite over the Lions. This is up two full points from earlier in the week, where it was 9.5. reason being is that the Lions currently are battling all kinds of issues. They have COVID out the wazoo, and now they're also battling, I I guess, an illness, like an actual flu-type illness at the same time. I mean, never want COVID and flu at the same time, and they're battling that. There was talks about them trying to postpone the game and possibly putting it to another day. It doesn't seem like that's going to happen. However, that was talked about for sure. And so this spread went up two full points. So Broncos favored by 11.5, Currently also a trifecta bet. Sharps, tickets, money all in on the Broncos. Tickets not so much. The tickets are at 51%, so just a Barely a lean, and then 85% in terms of the uh, money pool for Denver. Uh, I ended up taking, uh, I, I ended up taking the Lions in this one as my brother did, too, with the nine and a half points. I don't know what I would do based on all of the news coming out related to Detroit battling these two illnesses, and in fact, that they were going to push the the game back. I mean, who knows? I don't. Their backfield also decimated by injury. Let's check out the injury report while we're talking about it. DeAndre Swift, he is out. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson, he is out. Broncos, they have a couple of notable questionables. Melvin Gordon, a lot of uh, Javante Williams owners hoping that he stays out today after uh, Javante had a big game last week, hoping for a repeat performance, but you need Gordon out of there in order to really capitalize on that. And then Bradley Chubb and Shelby Harris, two figures on the defensive side of the ball, are battling injury, but it looks like those all three are questionable and look like they're going to play. Uh, Lions again, we covered Hawkinson and Swift. A total of 10 players are questionable with illnesses. Just ugly. And their backfield is a mess. Jamal Williams is out uh, as is Swift. So they're going with some slaps that they just threw together on the roster uh, of, uh, you know, I don't know, name X and name Y. I I don't even know who the guys are. I had it pulled up before, but what does it matter, right? I mean, this is just a disaster. The real question is, can the Lions uh, at least keep the game under 11.5 points? That is the question. We both took the Lions earlier at 9.5, so we're sticking with them there. The next 4 o'clock game is is the Giants traveling from coast to coast and heading out to Los Angeles. SoFi Stadium take on the Chargers. Chargers right now, a nine-point home favorite. They are also a trifecta bet. They have the Sharps tickets and money all in on Los Angeles. 57% of the tickets, 60% of the money. Those numbers have actually dialed up uh, a little bit as the week has gone on because on Thursday... Fifty-two percent of the tickets were on the Giants, and fifty-one percent of the of the money pool was on the Giants. So you've seen pretty big swings the other way. Almost, uh, it looks to be. Uh, almost 10 in term for the Chargers uh, for the tickets. And then a solid 10 as well for the money pool. So Chargers getting all the love here against the Giants. 43.5 over under. The injury report for... It's it's really the Giants right now. Adoree Jackson, he's going to miss another game. He's has that quad injury, so their big defensive back addition. I did not play well to begin with. Kind of came around, and he has been out now for a couple of weeks. Kadarius Toney, same deal. Rookie drafted, didn't really play, then looked good, now has been out, hasn't really come back. Daniel Jones obviously the biggest of all the names uh, who is out. He's the quarterback and we have no clue what the hell is to expect from Daniel Jones going forward as Giant fans. Nobody else is a Giant fan, so I will stop talking like that. However, Daniel Jones out for this game. Uh, Mike Lennon will be in there. He had a concussion, but he cleared, so you will not get to see Jake Fromm. You will see Mike Lennon. Ugh. Other questionables that look like they're going to play is is Kenny Galladay and Sterling Shepard, two wide receivers. They look like they're going to be a go. As for the Chargers, Asante Samuel, the quarterback was having a good year, he is battling the concussion, and he is still out. So that has been a couple weeks for him, I think two, possibly three out with that concussion, which is too bad because he was playing okay there for the Chargers. So Chargers at home, favored by nine against the Giants. 49ers going to be a road favorite against the Bengals in Cincinnati. Kind of questionable. I did not understand this line. I still don't. I definitely don't understand it, that the line has gone up. 49ers now favored by two in Cincinnati, over under 48.5, up a full point from Thursday. So the 49ers getting love here, which I, I just I don't understand because they are really banged up. However, news is coming out. Let's, let's just go through the injury report before we get to all the stats because the injury report is the biggest item of note, seeing that Debo Samuel is actually going to play. So maybe this had factored in. I don't know if Debo Samuel is worth one point, but that is kind of what the feel is here. Debo Samuel is going to be a go for the 49ers here. Uh, He has been battling that groin injury missed last week. He will be back this week. Players that are uh, going to—Drew Greenlaw, he is battling a concussion. Elijah Mitchell is battling a concussion. They are both going to be out. So Debo Samuel in, Greenlaw and Mitchell out for the 49ers. As for the Bengals, the question mark really is on the offensive side of the ball in terms of T. Higgins and Joe Mixon because they were both questionable coming into the game— Higgins with an ankle injury, Mixon with an illness, so we'll have to see if they go. Uh, Obviously, if you lose one or both of them, that would be a big knock for Cincinnati. So, like I said, the injury report is kind of a big factor for the 49er Bengals game. San Francisco favored by two. Sharps in on the 49ers. 87% of the money is in on the 49ers. However, that and that number on the 49ers has actually gone up because earlier in the week, that was at 63. So, the money really piling in on the 49ers, which goes to show you why that number went from minus one to minus two. uh, and as for tickets, 52% of the tickets are on the Bengals. It was a little bit higher on them earlier in the week. It's fell down a little bit, but nothing like the money flow into the San Francisco here uh, coming into the 4 o'clock games. Again, 49ers getting a lot of love from the pros, jacking that point spread up from 1 to 2. One of the two best games of the week is the final 4 o'clock game that we have to talk about. Um, And that is going to be... Oh, hold on. I completely forgot to give our picks for the past two games. So let me just go back and say that. Chargers. Me and my brother, both in on the Chargers. Uh, We were both in the Lions. I covered that. We're both in on the Chargers. After that was the Bengals game we just talked about. Chris is in on the Bengals. I'm in on the Bengals. And... It's one of my locks of the week. So um, I, that covers that part. I was doing, I was giving our picks throughout all these games, and then all of a sudden I looked and I was like, oh, shit, I completely forgot to give our picks for the past two games. So there you go. Two of us in on the Chargers, two of us in on the Bengals, and for me it was one of my five best picks in the game. Uh, now back to... <laughs> Tampa Bay, where the Buccaneers are going to be hosting the Bills. Obviously, one of the two best games of the week. We'll talk about the other best game in two games, but as for right now, Tampa Bay, Buffalo in Tampa Bay. Buccaneers favored by 3.5. 52.5 is the over-under. The Sharps are in on the Bills. The tickets and the money are in on the Bucks. The tickets have kind of moved a little bit toward Buffalo because earlier in the week, it was 64% on of the tickets on the Bucks. That's down to 90, so a slow downtick there. And then the money has had a slight uptick for Tampa Bay from 64 earlier in the week to 68% of the money pool now in on the box. So you have a little pros versus Joes action, but not a big discrepancy there. Just tiny flows in opposite directions. So actually, in this game, me and my brother both took the box and... They're both our best picks. But also, we also got in on the over-under in this one. Over-under, 52.5. I ended up taking the under, and then my brother ended up... Taking the over, so the Eggy boys, while we're on the same side of the spread line, we are in opposites of the over/under number. So both of us in on the bucks, locked in, and then my brother is taking the over. I am taking the under. So we will check out the injury report real quick before we leave. It's not a big injury list at all. The biggest question is going to be Jordan. Well, it's not a big question. Jordan Whitehead, the safety for the Buccaneers secondary, that has battled injury and. play all year long. Whitehead for the Buccaneers is going to be out. No good for... Jordan Whitehead, Center Ryan Jensen, he is actually going to play. He returned limited bases on Friday, missed the rest of the week. Chance of suiting up. I have not seen anything noting that he is going to be out. Maybe that changes come game time, but the center Ryan Jensen looks to be, uh, ha- at least have a shot to play this afternoon, while Jordan Whitehead does not. As for the Bills, there's really nothing of note there for them. So, Bills-Buccaneers, one of the two best games, and that's coming to you at 4 o'clock. The next game, however, is going to be our Sunday night football game, and this game is going to feature the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. A big NFC North battle, although it's not a big battle because the Bears stink. Ugh, boo, they're terrible. Justin Fields is going to be playing again, so I guess you got that going for you if you really want to have some kind of interest in this game. But basically, this is the Packers looking to solidify their playoff position uh, in behind the Cardinals trying to fight for uh, the other bye week. Also, the Buccaneers up there. Actually, if you take a look, at where they are right now in terms of the standing. Uh, you go to the conference right now and currently, uh, where was it? I, we all know that Arizona is one. Green Bay is two at nine and three. Tampa Bay is nine and three. So the Buccaneers playing at four. Green Bay is going to have all eyes on that game, trying to figure out if they can move into that second. Uh, slot there. Although there's no there's only one bye now, right? Uh, if I'm not screwing that up. Because I think they got rid of the second bye. They only have one one by now. Anyway, regardless, they are trying to move into second position and then get within firing distance of that one. Obviously, if the Cardinals somehow lose on Monday Night Football, Green Bay wins. Then you got those two tied up there at 10-2. and two. Anyway, let's get back to Green Bay. Pack- Packers hosting the Bears. Packers 12-point favorites in this one. The over-under is 43 points. Right now, the Sharps in on the Bears. The money also in on the Bears. And the money big on the Bears at 72%. And that is up where the Packers owned it at 96% on Thursday. Again, a Sunday night game. The 96 that was quoted earlier uh, in the week on Thursday when we did it obviously did not have a lot of money in on it. So you have seen a big swing as the actual uh, betting population has filled itself in here a little bit. So Bears own the Sharps, the Bears own the money pool at 72%, and the Packers have the tickets at 57%. And obviously, the tickets have moved a little bit. That was way higher on the Packers earlier. So basically, from the little betting that was done on Thursday to now, you have seen the Bears get quite a bit of love. But again, that could just be um, your establishing bets. So... Anyway, Packers favored by twelve and a half, or twelve. That is forty-three is the over/under. This is our Sunday night battle, and if you look at the injury report right now, Randall Cobb he is out. He had the core muscle surgery thrown on the IR, so he will be out three weeks. Miss the rest of the or I think they were saying he's going to miss the rest of the season, messed the rest of the regular season, possibly the postseason. We'll see what happens. David Bakhtiari, he is battling that knee injury and is out. He thought he was going to come back and he's not touched the field since. So Bakhtiari still, are still awaiting his return, which is, is seeming to be more and more skeptical as each week goes on here. As for the Bears, they do get David Montgomery and Allen Robinson back. Obviously, Robinson has been battling hamstring injury. hasn't played, I think, in two games. And then Montgomery, he has a, a slew shoulder and glute and groin, whatever. But anyway, they were full participants in Friday's practice. They have no injury designation, so they are going to be playing here at 1 o'clock. And like I said, Justin Fields, he had that rib injury. He is going to start today. So that is all the news for the Sunday night football game. And that leaves us one game left, and that is the Monday night battle which is going to feature, there we go, that's what I was trying to cue up as I fat-fingered the uh, Monday Night Football theme and didn't launch it as I wanted to, making this a terrible intro to my discussion of Monday Night Football. Anyway, now the music's playing and I can continue on talking about the Rams in Arizona facing off against the Cardinals. So right now the Cardinals, home favorite by two and a half. Oh, again, completely forgot about all my picks in the last game. God, I am screwing up the end of this podcast like nobody's business. I am on the Bears. My brother is on the Packers. Now let's go back to Arizona. God, eventually I will get one of these Sunday updates correct from forward to back, all the way from the start to the finish. I will do this and not screw it up. But not today because I already did. So anyway, Cardinals facing off against the Rams. Cardinals right now, home favorites by two and a half points. The over-under is 51 and a half. The Sharps are on the Rams. The tickets are on the Cardinals. The money is on the... Rams. So you got sharp's money on the same side of the ball. That's a Los Angeles and you've got the tickets on the Cardinals. Again, it is early in the betting uh, week at least for Monday Night Football so these numbers have not moved since we talked about them on Thursday. As for injury reports... Ah, the biggest news, really, although they're going to release the final injury report closer to game time, but the news that broke yesterday that was really big was Daryl Henderson, the running back for the Rams, is going to be out. He has COVID. Yes, yet another case of COVID, which, I mean, today so far, I think the two news items that hit in the past 24 hours that were big was... uh, I mean, David Johnson isn't really big, but, I mean, that was this morning was COVID. I mean, you're getting COVID designations the day of the game. It's just crazy. But Daryl Anderson out for Monday night with COVID. Um, A couple of the people, like I said, David Johnson, and there were some other ones that uh, are going to miss it with COVID. But you can do a Google COVID week 14 if you want to really see everybody that is getting hit. But it is flying around. So, in regard to the game... What was that noise that just came out of my throat? Um, Well, in regard to this Monday night game, it is Daryl Henderson out. As for other news, uh, doubtful. Brian Allen from the Rams, offensive lineman, is doubtful. Cardinals, uh, Justin Pugh, the offensive lineman, questionable. But again, check all those injuries closer to game time on Monday. Um, In regard to the action, uh, I ended up taking the Cardinals in this one. My brother ended up taking the Rams. So we're on opposite sides. The over-under was 51.5 and and I ended up... Taking that as an under. So, my uh, one of my two unders this week, I, I like I mentioned the Bucks and Bills. I took the under, and I'm going to take the under here again the Cardinals and Rams at the 51 and a half. And so, that wraps up the entire slate of week 14 football games. And so, we will now head over to our couches, dial it up, try to get in our last bets here before the week begins, and we will hope for the best. Obviously, this is a big Fantasy Football Week as well because a lot of seasons are ending right as we speak. So we will have to sit back and hope for the best, both with all with our gambling and with our fantasy football. All the best to all of you. And I am just going to end it here before I screw up anything else before I have a chance as I am right now as I'm vamping horrifically. Peace out. Talk to you this week.